Welcome back to part two on our husbands and wives section. I'm going to be going through the same passage again, but focusing on a different part. So let's dive in. We are in 1 Peter 3, verses 1 to 6. Likewise, wives, be subject to your own husbands, so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives when they see your respectful and pure conduct. Do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of hair and the putting on of gold jewelry or the clothing you wear, but let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. For this is how the holy women who hoped in God used to adorn themselves, by submitting to their own husbands, as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord. And you are your children, if you do good, and do not fear anything that is frightening. In continuation of the potentially threatening dialogue, don't adorn yourselves outwardly, but inwardly. Invest in your hidden person over your visible person. This has been employed countless occasions in my experience to emphasize to young women that they shouldn't dress nicely or flashily, but that they should be modest and cover up. Modesty, of course, being a synonym for dumpy and frumpy. The famous slogan, modest is hottest, has been declared in many a youth group setting. We're told not to be attractive because being so is distracting and unholy, essentially. Or at least that's how the message comes across. Instead, we're told that we're to cultivate the ever-prized, gentle, and quiet spirit. How sad. I need to unlearn that narrative and relearn a new one. The emphasis here is on the root of feminine beauty, and in God's eyes, it's not how great I look, but in how my heart is positioned towards Him. Outward beauty fades, while inward beauty only grows stronger and brighter with time. I can look stunning and still have an ugly heart. I can also look subpar and have a spirit that is so at rest in his ways that I maintain a sense of imperishable beauty no matter the harshness of the years. My true attraction lies not in my body, but in my spirit and how it relates to God. I strongly believe this doesn't mean I'm not to be outwardly attractive and ignore my physical presentation, because there's too many passages to the contrary. I'm held to a standard of excellence on some level. I believe God is actually setting women free from societal pressures here. In the dispersion, I know many foreign nations had temple prostitution as a main way of life, and these women would present themselves similarly. I'm sure on some level there was a temptation for believing women to follow suit according to culture and feel the weight of fatherly affection behind this passage as God literally takes the pressure off and tells these wives that he prizes their hidden beauty, and they are most adorned and most beautiful. What is a gentle and quiet spirit anyways? I think it's a heart that hopes in God more than their husbands or themselves. She's probably at rest in Yahweh and tender towards him. In other words, I am my most feminine, my most beautiful, and my most attractive when I'm most surrendered to him. A heart that is set on God and devoted to him is far more attractive than anything else a woman could attempt to do with braids and jewelry and extravagant garments. It makes all the difference in the end.